guys, and welcome back to Modern Magic, brought to you by the Devil-Town Fairies. My name's Liliana Blackheart, I'm your main host, and on the last episode, we talked about the lore and symbolism surrounding the summer solstice, or midsummer. On this episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about how to properly celebrate the solstice. We're going to go over some key factors, as in the holidays' foods, herbs associated with the holidays, things to do on the holidays, and some ancient traditions. So let's get started. Traditional foods of the solstice include garden fresh fruits and vegetables that are typically made into a variety of dishes and eaten by pagans who choose to celebrate this day. Now I'm actually going to pull up a really cool recipe for you guys. Um, and it's actually, I've made this one, and it's really good. It's a zucchini casserole. It serves six to eight. Five zucchini, two eggs beaten, one cup of sour cream, one cup of sharp cheddar cheese grated, two cups of mozzarella cheese, one teaspoon of basil, half a teaspoon of ground oregano, three quarters of a teaspoon garlic powder, one-fourth teaspoon salt, one-eighth teaspoon ground rosemary, half a teaspoon of black pepper, one cup fresh or canned mushrooms, one small chopped tomato, half a cup of bacon bits or ham cubes, two cups prepared croutons, and a fourth a cup of Parmesan grated cheese. Preheat the oven to 350, Mix all of the ingredients together in a large mixing bowl. Place the mixture in a lightly greased 9 by 13 baking pan and bake for 30 minutes. This is a great recipe to have when your coven or your family or your friends are coming over for a summer solstice meal or just to take out to a potluck. Great recipe. Definitely recommend it. The herbs and flowers associated with this holiday are mugwort, vervain, chamomile, rose, honeysuckle, lily, oak, lavender, ivy, yarrow, fern, elder, wild thyme, daisy, and carnations. The incense that you should probably use come in lemon, Myrrh, pine, rose, or wisteria. The wood to burn for this particular sabbat would be oak. The sacred gemstone is emerald, and special activities include being an ideal time to reaffirm your vows to the god and goddess or your dedication to follow the old traditions. Now, in ancient China, they celebrated fertility. For the and femininity for the summer solstice. In ancient China, the summer solstice was observed by a ceremony to celebrate the earth, femininity, and the yin forces of the universe. It complemented the winter solstice that celebrated the heavens, masculinity, and the yang forces. According to Chinese tradition, the shortest shadow is found on the day of the summer solstice, so be sure to keep a good lookout for that tomorrow. Midsummer feasts are also a popular way to celebrate. In ancient Gaul, which encompasses modern-day France and some parts of neighboring countries, 
the midsummer celebration was called the Feast of Epona. The celebration was named after a mare goddess who personified fertility and protected their horses. In ancient Germanic, Slav, and Celtic tribes, pagans celebrated midsummer with bonfires or bale fires. After Christianity spread in Europe and other parts of the world, many pagan customs were incorporated into the Christian religion. In parts of Scandinavia, the midsummer celebrations continued, but was observed around the time of St. John's Day on June 24th to, to honor St. John the Baptist instead of the pagan gods. Honoring the sun in North America, some Native American tribes held ritual dances to honor the sun. The Sioux were known to hold one of the most spectacular rituals. Preparations for the event included cutting and raising a tree that would be considered a visible connection between the heavens and earth, and setting teepees in a circle to represent the cosmos. Participants abstained from food and drink during the dance itself, their bodies decorated in symbolic colors of red, blue, yellow, white, and black for sunset, sky, lightning, light, and night. Modern day celebrations in Northern European countries like Sweden, Denmark, Norway, and Finland. Midsummer is a festival, uh, is a festive celebration typically in the form of a festival. When the summer days are at their longest, and in the north, it is the time of what is considered the midnight sun, festivals generally celebrate the summer and its fertility of the earth. In Sweden and many parts of Finland, people dance around maypoles much like we do at Beltane. Bonfires are lit and homes are decorated with flower garlands, greenery, and tree branches. In the New, in the new Age and Neo-Pagan customs, um, there are many solstice observances held uh, throughout the world. Thousands of people, including modern-day pagans, usually gather at Stonehenge for this occasion. In some parts of the United States, events that focus on the theme of the summer solstice are held. Uh, these events include local festivals featuring art or music, environmental awareness, activities that focus on natural sunlight as a source of energy, family gatherings. Um, weddings are extremely popular this time of year, and many of that goes back to the traditions of this being a Sabbath for fertility. Um, now, one of the things we're going to go over is a summer solstice solitary ritual. This is a very simple, very easy to manage ritual. The only thing that puts you out of your comfort zone is you got to get up early. That's about it. Um, holidays and holy days are better spent with friends, family, other pagan practitioners, but many pagans maintain solitary practices even while working with a group. Sometimes you just can't be there for one reason or another. Sometimes your group meets on a convenient day, but you feel the need to celebrate on the exact day. Whatever the reason may be, many pagans will be celebrating the summer solstice by themselves, unfortunately. This is a very simple, straightforward ritual. It doesn't need altars or magical tools. Um, you don't even need candles. All you need is a spot with the view of the northeastern horizon and a large glass of water and something to sit on. Again, the one catch is you have to get up really early. We can argue about what, if anything, the ancient pagans of olden times did for the summer solstice. Um, but it all breaks down to 
eh, somebody somewhere did something. The exact moment of the solstice is different every year. Um, typically, the exact moment is far less important for most pagans than observing the sunrise on the longest day. What time you have to get up depends on where you live. The farther north you are and the farther east you are within your time zone, the earlier the sunrise comes. For example, in Boston, sunrise on the summer solstice in 2016 was 5.08 a.m. In Dallas, it was 6.20 a.m. In, in Miami, it was 6.30 a.m. Um, so I definitely suggest looking up what time the actual sunrise in your area is and be prepared to get up before that. Some pagans do like to keep an all-night vigil on Midsummer's Eve and then celebrate the solstice sunrise. If you feel called to do that, by all means do. Just remember that all night partying does not make a vigil. Get a decent night's sleep on Saturday and set your clock for early Sunday morning. All right, here's the setup. Find a spot where you'll have a view of the northeastern horizon, your backyard, a city park, or some other outdoor spot where you'll be mostly undisturbed. Few of us can get an unobstructed view of the sunrise. Um, the person that sent me this ritual actually had to drive around for about an hour to find a spot where they took the pictures and where they wouldn't be disturbed. Um, neither one of the ones that they took the pictures at would have been suitable for the ritual. Um, your spot doesn't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to see the sun shortly after it rises over the horizon, hills, trees, and houses. Find the right time to start. The official sunrise time is when the top of the edge of the sun's discs, or disc is first visible on the horizon. This ritual needs to begin at least a few minutes before that. Um, you can use the US Naval Observatory's website for astronomical dates and times in order to get the time that the sun's disc will begin over the horizon. Their results also list begin civil twilight, which is about half an hour before sunrise. That's probably a good time for you to begin your preparations. You'll need to find something to sit on, a chair, a park bench, a blanket, or even just the ground. In preparation, being in a dreamlike state isn't a bad thing for this ritual. Um, meditation, the all-night vigil, things like that are really good to do to prepare for this ritual. But make sure that you're awake enough that you won't go back to sleep during the meditation. Take a shower, drink a cup of coffee, do something you associate with waking up. Just don't turn on the TV. Alright, so here's your opening. And here's where we get into the actual ritual part of it. Pour a large glass of water and move to your ritual spot. Stand facing, facing the east and say, I come to this place and this time to celebrate the summer solstice. Face east and say, Spirits of the east, spirits of air, I call to you. Come into the circle. I ask and share your wisdom. On this, the longest day, welcome air. Face the south and say, Spirits of the south, spirits of fire. I call to you, come into this circle, I ask, 
and share your inspiration. On this, the longest day, welcome fire. To the west, say, spirits of the west, spirits of water, I call to you. Come into the circle, I ask, and share your love. On this, the longest day, welcome water. Face the north and say, spirits of the north, spirits of earth, I call to you. Come into this circle, I ask, and share your stability. On this, the longest day, welcome earth. Invocations. Face east and say, spirits of the land, spirits of this place, you who were here long before me, I invite you into this circle. Join the celebration of the summer solstice, I ask, and accept this offering of clear water given in hospitality and in love. Raise the water in offering and then pour some onto the ground. Land spirits, hail and welcome. Say, ancestors of blood and ancestors of spirit, you whose child I am and on whose foundations I build. Because of you, I have life. Join the celebration of the summer solstice, I ask, and add your blessings to this rite. Set this offering of clear water, given in hospitality and in love. Raise the water in offering, and then pour some onto the ground. Blessed ancestors, hail and welcome. Say, hail, O mighty sun. Though you are hidden below the horizon, I see your light. I come to honor you on this, the longest day, at the pinnacle of your power. You who shone long before the earth formed, I give thanks to you for your warmth and light, for without you, no life could exist on earth. I ask your blessing as the season of summer begins. May it be a time of discovery, of growth, and of joy. Mighty sun, Join the celebration of the solstice, I ask, and add your blessings to this rite. And then you'll proceed into the solstice meditation. Now sit facing east and watch the lightning, the lightning sky. Sun is hidden by the horizon, but sunrise is coming. Crops were planted weeks ago, but the harvest is coming. Think about the things in your life that are in process right now. What, like the sun, is on an unstoppable course? What, like the crops, will require tending and nurturing? Where do you need to work? And where do you need to let what will be be? Meditate on these things, but take care that you don't fall asleep. Watch the lightning sky. Notice how the sun is not rising in the east as it did at the equinox, but in the northeast. Today, the sun will rise as far toward the north as it will rise all year. When you can first see the sun's disk, stand and face the sun. If the sky is overcast and you can't see the sun at all, begin the next part of the ritual at the official sunrise time for your location. Your mother probably taught you this, but it bears repeating. Do not. I'm going to repeat in my most motherly voice. Don't look directly in the sun. Like, seriously, guys, do not look directly at the sun. Nature is beautiful, 
and life-giving, but it is also life-taking, or in this case, sight-taking. Um, your worshipful intent is no protection. Sunglasses are not proper protection. Don't look directly at the sun. I'm going to say that over and over as we continue. The ancient druids had a hymn to the sun. They did not leave it to us. The ancient Greeks, however, did. This is an 18th century translation of one of the hymns of Orpheus to the sun. Say, here golden titan whose eternal eye with broad survey illumines the, all the sky, self-born unwearied in diffusing light, and to all eyes the mirror of delight. Lord of the seasons with thy fiery car, and leaping courses beaming light from far. With thy right hand, the source of morning light, and with thy left, the farther of the night. Agile and vigorous, venerable sun, fiery and bright around the heavens you run. Foe to the wicked, but the good man's guide, or all his steps. Propitious, you preside. With various founding, golden lyre, tis mine to fill the world with harmony divine. Father of ages, guide of prosperous deeds, the world's commander, born by lucid steeds. Immortal Jove, all searching, bearing light, source of existence, pure and fiery bright. Bearer of fruit, almighty lord of years, agile and warm, whom every power reveres. Great eye of nature and the starry skies, doomed with immortal flames to set and rise. Dispensing justice, lover of the stream, the world's greatest despot and o'er all supreme. Faithful defender and the eye of right, of steeds the ruler and of life the light. With founding whip for, for fiery steeds you guide, when in the car of day you glorious ride. Propitious on these mystic labors shine, and bless thy suppliance with a life divine. Raise the water in offering, and then pour some onto the ground. Mighty sun, hail and welcome. Drink some of the water, completing your communion with the land spirits, the ancestors, and the sun. If there is any left, return it to the earth. Take a moment and bask in the warmth of the first rays of the sun. This is the longest day, and you have participated in its beginning. Farewells. A mighty sun, I thank you for your presence and your blessings. May there be peace and honor between us now and forever. Hail and farewell. Say, ancestors of blood and ancestors of spirit, I thank you for your presence and your blessings. May there be peace and honor between us now and forever. Hail and farewell.
Say, spirits of the land, spirits of this place, I thank you for your presence and your blessings. May there be peace and honor between us now and forever. Hail and farewell. In closing, say, spirits of the north, the west, the south, and the east. Spirits of earth, water, fire, and air. I thank you for your presence and your blessings. May there be peace and honor between us, now and forever. Hail and farewell. Bow slightly to the sun and acknowledge its growing light, and say, this celebration of the summer solstice is complete. Hail and farewell. Afterwards, pick up your glass and chair and go home. Whether that means leaving a park or returning to your house, or leaving your backyard and returning to your kitchen. You may wish to write about your experience in your journal, particularly if your experience was strong. Focus on recording the experience, not on your interpretation of the experience. You have the rest of your life to figure out what it all means, but you have just a little bit of time before your, recollec your recollection of the events begin to fade. If you normally keep early hours, simply continue on with your day. Being up this early or being up this early on a Sunday is unusual for you. Make something of it. Cook breakfast for your family or for yourself. Get a Sunday newspaper and spend the morning browsing through it. Perhaps this might be the day to visit church. Who knows? There's some weird people out there, me included. Uh, may your solstices be blessed and may your summer bring discovery, growth, and joy. And that closes out your summer solstice ritual to participate in solitarily. Now again, this is just a small, simple ritual, just one of many that you can perform. It doesn't have to be this. It never has to be this one. Um, you can find it, you can find a ritual to do in a lot of different books. You can Google it. You can hit us up on social media and find out what we're doing for our summer solstice. Um, we're doing something fairly small and simple but we will be posting about it um and we look forward to sharing some pictures of the last minute preparations that we did um more than likely that's actually going to be a ritual that i personally do and keep an overnight vigil so i'll definitely let you guys know how that goes but that about wraps it up for our what to do for a summer solstice episode I appreciate your time, and I appreciate you guys coming on to listen. If you have any questions, always feel free to hit us up on social media or to email us at thedeviltownfairies at gmail.com. You've been listening to Modern Magic, brought to you by the Devilltown Fairies. Make sure to favorite this podcast. I mean, you never know. Maybe you just want to hear more of my voice, as grainy as it is. Or maybe you just love the information we give. <laughs> I've been your main host, Liliana Blackheart, and I'll see you all on the next episode. Hey guys, so this is not an official episode part. It's just a quick schedule update that I'm tacking on to the end of our Midsummer Part 2 episode. Due to it already being late here, we are going to be postponing the other two episodes until tomorrow night. Um, so the Litha, or not Litha, 
wow, the Lumasa episode will be tomorrow night, um, where we're just going to touch very briefly on that, and then the Myths versus Facts episode will be tomorrow night as well, but I just wanted to tack that on real quick for those of you who are going to be looking for that. We are not going to do that tonight due to it already being 6.30, and we are one, preparing for a really, really bad storm. Um, we've actually been having a lot of those lately that's been knocking our power out, so we're going to be unplugging all of our computers um, and saving all of our phone batteries. But also, in about two hours, we're going to be going into our overnight vigil. Um, so we've got to get prepared for that. But I really appreciate you guys checking back in, checking the episodes as they come out. Um, you guys have been fantastic, and I really appreciate the fact that the fan base that that was built previously is still there and is still listening and is still picking us up. Thank you guys so much for everything that you've done. It means so much to us. Um, but we will be back tomorrow night to discuss all of those great things, and we will also briefly discuss what we did for the summer solstice. Um, I love you guys so much. Be careful tonight. And we will see you all on the next episode. If you can't hear me, I'm rattling around to get all my stuff ready right now. <laughs> you guys have a good night. Have a happy, happy, happy midsummer. Um, be safe. Don't do anything too reckless. And we will see you guys tomorrow night.